Island entering. <laughs> and I'm Connery Hansen. Is <laughs> literally drinking something. <laughs> and this is the franchise. And today we're talking about the Starving Games, the parody of the Hunger Games. Insert clip here. <laughs> Straight from the trailer, it's the it's, it's the iconic speech from the Starving Games. A fart sound. Yes. And you know what? It could be from the movie anyway, because I'm pretty sure there's like 20 fart jokes. Yeah, yeah. We decided to do our first bonus episode on our first franchise, um, and it's a parody of The Hunger Games, as I said before, directed by Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer? Seltzer? Aaron Seltzer. I don't know. <laughs> Their names should be forgotten. Yeah. I, I picked I picked this movie uh, to do a bonus episode on because they've actually done quite a few like franchise parodies, and they all seem terrible, um, including the likes of Vampire Suck, the Twilight parody, um, Disaster... Meet the Spartans. Meet the Spartans, which you've seen in theaters, Connor. Yes. <laughs> do you want to talk about... Do you want to speak to that a little bit and how that happened and and your thoughts on that? How old was I? I was maybe 15, 14, the age where I think these movies would probably be funny. Yeah. To even slightly. Um, I saw it with a family friend of mine, and uh, we hadn't we hadn't like hung out in a long time. So he was he was like, Oh, let's go see me the Spartans. And I was like, Okay, yeah, like it's funny. I saw 300. I like 300. Let's watch this. <laughs> and I I have a constant bad movie streak with this person. I, I think we broke it recently, but for a long time, we would just go to movies and leave and be like, well, that was really bad. That was not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but Meet the Spartans is one of them, and boy, howdy, it was an awkward, bad experience. <laughs> Did you go with like your parent or with your mom or anything or, or his parents? No, it... What I basically, who I went with was like, uh, he's my family friend. We call him, he's like basically my, it's not that person you call your uncle, but they're not your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I went with like that family friend. We were just like hanging out and he was like, oh, let's go see this. <laughs> and we saw it and he had no idea what it is. And we just go in and we're both like, that was bad. Yeah. That sounds like the ultimate like person to go with for that kind of movie where it's just like uncomfortable, like enough. It's like a. Uh... Like my, I, I said in the previous episode, I think like my aunt and uncle are only uh, ten years older than me, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a really good like their their best friend, basically. Like he was around a lot when he was living in in California, and uh, <laughs> and he was really into movies too. And he's like a doctor now, but he went to Ooh. film school with my uncle, basically. And he was he's me and him were both talking about like this movie you really want to see. I'm like, oh, we should go see it. And I was like 16 or something at the time. He's like, yeah. I think people would give me weird looks if I took you to a movie. I'm like, no, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Joe. <laughs> so Uncle he's Joe. like, yeah, I feel really uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It's okay. I, I have no father energy, so any man that stands next to me that's like 20 years older than me will seem like my father. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, we watched The Starving Games. Uh, yeah, I sure did while I was on my computer. <laughs> Did I had to pay money to watch the starving game. Connery had to pay six dollars. I found out today because more than a normal rental price, like Hunger Games, yeah. four dollars. Starving Games, six dollars. Six dollars. From tired to wired. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who they think they are to charge like two, three dollars more for this. It was just, it's just ridiculous. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. And then you told me it was on YouTube literally the next day, and I'm like. Of course it is. Like, why didn't I just think to 
type it up on YouTube because of course it's on YouTube and nobody's gonna take it down. <laughs> Sorry, I had the I think I had the fan on in the beginning of the episode, but I don't want to bother redoing it because it's a bonus episode. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> who cares? We're rebels. Yeah, someone else can work on this footage. Connor. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to clean your thing. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, every scene that went on throughout this movie, I laughed more and more. And I could say it was Like a decline of madness? Yeah, or? I, I think it was because I found it somewhere on... Uh, uh, let's just say I saw this movie for free. And it was pretty easy to find. Um, but I, I messaged Connery like a couple hours ago. Because I watched it right before this. And I was like, hey, I found it on... So like on... It's basically on YouTube, like, it's, I'm yeah, not gonna get in there. trouble for finding it on YouTube, like, someone ripped it, and, like, no one's gonna, anyways. No, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I watched it on, I was watching it on there, and I texted Connery that, and he's like, oh, I paid six dollars for it last night. <laughs> and it was, like, the funniest thing. <laughs> I watched it stone cold sober, and I just, like, ruminated on the... I paid money for this. I did imagine that. I'm like, you know, he's probably like not even doing anything else while watching it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so there's that. It just happened to me. But uh, yeah, this uh, that's why I got that's why I got funnier and funnier throughout. Not because of any single joke in this movie, but just because of how flat it keeps falling. I just laughed harder and harder because Connery paid six dollars for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this movie is like extremely 2013 in that like it's kind of like I don't know. I, I found this movie really like I, the reason why I wanted to watch this in the first place, aside from like knowing it would probably just like not be very good, but like <laughs> even on like a humorous level, I mean, which is like the whole intention, anyways. But basically, yeah. it just it it feels like the kind of like end times of these kinds of movies. Like on the yeah. on the trailer, it's like oh, from two of the six writers of Scary Movie, and I'm like, yep, mm -hmm. it definitely has like minimalist. Like it's, it's like uh, they're not trying anymore. Yeah, it's like Scary I, I, Movie I think... vibes removed to like the nth degree, basically. Mm -hmm. Like it just looks, it's sad. Like there's parts of its body that are missing, and it's just like stumbling around in the dark. Yeah, just like throwing, making jokes to the void, <laughs> throwing random references, and like there's so many references. Like all the references are like super like relevant to 2013, so it's kind of funny because it's like only seven years ago, but mm -hmm. um, it's still like extremely like it's like hey remember that. But so many. Yeah, of it's just so funny how dated it becomes so yeah. easily, and and you're and you're just sitting there and you're like. I, I do remember that. I mean, I'm not laughing, but I remember. <laughs> yeah, especially since, like, I feel like this kind of movie really worked when there was more of a, like, a monoculture. It's like everybody's mm -hmm. watching the same movies and stuff. And, but, like, so many of the jokes in this were like, oh, there's a fruit ninja joke and angry, and angry birds. Three birds. And a laughing, like, the talking orange or whatever. Like, there's yeah, so many. Yeah, right, the orange. There's so many things that are just, like, from the internet. And it's like you've all seen this right this specific youtube video or meme like there's she straight up like when she's she accidentally gets stung by like the tracker jackers or whatever yeah she comes she, to the avatar things but before that she goes oh a double rainbow which is like oh god <laughs> which is like a funny video yeah like eight years ago it's like oh man are you really gonna parody that like it's just like watching it it all just becomes like really bad taste because like, you're you're I don't know. It was probably funny in 2013, but when you watch it now, you're like, great, everyone's made a double rainbow joke. Cool. 
everyone's made like a James Cameron makes a million dollars off Avatar joke. Great, cool. Oh yeah, that was Fruit Ninja isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> that was definitely one point that I like almost laughed at. But um, yeah, I'm definitely not going to tell this story in chronological order. But there's yeah, Never. there's a joke. There's a whole Avatar sequence where like they're like painted in like crappy Avatar painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, body makeup or whatever have hair sex (laughs) but it's like oh we are like the the joke that the like male avatar that navi guy says or whatever it's like we are an ancient like ancient uh proud people created by james cameron yeah and then it just shows just like james cameron is there and he just has a bunch of money and he's throwing it in the air he's like yeah i did it yeah i'm so rich (laughs) i'm just like this isn't funny but the fact that like they have a really specific James Cameron joke. I'm like, who is this for? Like, it's kind of for me. But like, yeah, I don't it's know for who when else. James Cameron's It's for when James Cameron sits down at his movie and he, and he pops on the Starving Games and he says, hey. Huh. <laughs> and it does, it's just like an older white guy. I was like, yeah, it's close enough to James Cameron. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, he looks nothing like James Cameron. Yeah. But it was just like the most specific joke. Um, but I will say this movie starts with an Oz the Great and Powerful, uh, reference, which I'm like, oh, yeah. another movie I totally forgot about, but, like, I definitely saw. At first I thought it was Around the World in 80 Days, yeah. but then he, then he said, oh, I'm the Great, but I'm like, oh, this is the Great and Powerful Oz, and he died. Yeah. <laughs> which, like, I don't even think that movie's, like, bad. To be fair, I watched it, like, I haven't seen it in seven years, but I think it's, like, mm. fine, but it's definitely one of those movies that just, like, it's like, oh, it's a reboot of... The Wizard of Oz, which is weird in itself, but then they just like never made sequels, and it's like yeah, nothing happened. So it's just like, a, and and also Sam Raimi's last movie until possibly Doctor Strange two, I think he's directing. Wow. But oh, but yeah, it's just like a really weird blip in in culture. Yeah, it's very odd. Like I think I I think they're making a wicked a wicked movie now, so that's something that might be why they're like, why do this and we can literally pluck from the cultural zeitgeist of like the musical phenomenon known as wicked yeah do you have any uh favorite jokes from from this movie connery did you write any did you think of any or write any down that they said i was told not to write anything down so i didn't (laughs) but um from the beginning of my head i remember there's the mom and i thought it was kind of funny that she just has this vacant look on her face the entire time because i'm like well that that's her in the movie yeah good 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 joke movie i thought that was yeah that's probably like the one like most like in joke i guess in terms of like the franchise where the mom is just like dead-eyed and like her mouth's open even though it's like mildly upsetting so i'm like okay you just made her like really just like catatonically disabled it's i don't know so it's a little awkward on that front but I'm like, yeah, in the movie, if, you, if, you, if you've seen the movie, you read the book, she doesn't speak, so yeah, there. Yeah, which also just plays into my idea of, like, who is this movie for? Because I feel like you definitely have to have seen The Hunger Games mm-hmm. to get the jokes in this movie, but also the jokes are just, like, kind of bland and, or, like, I don't know, they're just, like, really, like, they don't even necessarily have anything to do with, like, it's it's just like how The Hunger Games are a weird middle ground between, like, an adult movie and a, and a teen movie it's like this movie is a weird mixture between like being like so specific to hunger games and then trying to like make some outside pop culture jokes but it's just like doesn't go very far so it's just like okay, who is this for <laughs> yeah remember when harry potter showed up he shows up for like a second he's like oh like expelliarmus like oh wrong franch your franchise is over you can it's leave over and they break his wand and, th- and they make him get in line and i was like oh okay yeah 
it's it's all very unnerving at a certain point. But what's another joke I found funny? Um, I gave a little oh ha ha to the mom just being catatonic. Um, I I did kind of snicker at um the scene where Peta is saying like it's like there's someone really special here, and then he says like. It's it's that guy. It's it's like the cool tribute. I want to be his friend. And I was I was like, okay, that that is kind of funny. That made me laugh. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm like, oh, it's is it like I didn't know whether or not it would just be like like how they would flip it. It's like oh, it's not gonna mm-hmm. be um, <laughs> what's her name? Can't miss ever shot. That's her name in this mm-hmm. movie. It's like it's it not is. gonna be her. It'll be someone else. I'm like okay, it's 2013. Let me put on my 2013 brain like seven, just <laughs> just for the record, just seven years ago, you know? Mm. It's like, hmm, who's it going to be? You know, I think the easy, like, dumbest joke would be like, oh, it's going to be a man instead. And it's just like, oh, yeah. haha, isn't that funny that, like, he's trying to, like, root for, like... Impress a man. <laughs> yeah, or he's, like, in love with this man or whatever instead. It's like, oh, ha, 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 isn't that funny? And then it's like, oh, okay, that's what they went with. And then later yeah. on when the games are starting... uh Peter's parody, which is Peter, like that's the yeah. <laughs> Peter Peter Malarkey. Peter Malarkey instead of Peter Malark. Yeah, and I said that to Lily, and she laughed pretty hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, it's funny. I'm like, all right, like it's that's fair. I mean, because it's because just because Peter is such a weird name mm-hmm. in the first place, like everyone just thought his name was Peter, anyways. But anyways, like when the games start, he just like starts screaming like really high pitched and like putting his hands up like really like willy nilly. And yeah. it's like, oh, God, like this whole joke with him in this like first half of the movies, he's like effeminate. Like, man, this was seven years ago. <laughs> like, it feels like so much longer ago, but things were fucked like that that recently, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it was a it was a big mess, but. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else did I find funny in this in this clusterfuck? Um, uh, uh, the guy who played Snow was sometimes amusing, and then he stopped at a certain point. Um, I, it this was like leaked out of my brain like sewage. I feel like at a certain point, <laughs> yeah. like last night, I watched it, turned it off, sat there for like probably a minute straight in in darkness, and then it was like okay. And then I turned on my TV and I and I played video games instead. <laughs> so wait, so you never finished it, or you did? No, no, I I finished it. Yeah. I finished it. It's like weirdly like like it's really bad, but it's surprisingly like. I mean, I, I guess the thing is at least it's short. Yes, <laughs> like, I, I watched it. I'm, I'm like, you know what? They managed to condense the Hunger Games <laughs> two hour and twenty minutes into an hour and twenty. They yeah. cut it by an hour, which just goes to show they probably could have cut the actual movie by like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I remember, I like that Gale has more agency in this than he does in the actual <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> That's, like, not even a joke that they're saying in this. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, he kind of does, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, one of, yeah, one of my favorite parts is basically when they're listing off, like, the, the culling, or what's it called? The reaping. Yeah, the reaping. Uh, <laughs> this whole intro of this movie is so stupid, but, um, the, the reaping or whatever, it's, like, Effie's parody character. Yeah. And she just pulls all the names, and it's, like, Hugh Janus. <laughs> And just like, yeah, ah, just classic. Does. Like, mm-hmm. and then she just keeps going, and there's Phil Mahooters. And I'm just like, what does that even mean? I'm like, oh, okay, it has to be like Phil yeah. Mahooters. Mm-hmm. And then Dean Goldberry, <laughs> like Dingleberry. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, like, I like the idea of this. Like, I love like. Look behind you for Dean Goldberry. I love like a really dumb joke, especially when it's like a dumb name like that. But like, they just chose like the 
the simplest like joke names. Yeah, and I feel like the, the audience in the background cackling doesn't help me in any way. <laughs> yeah, they just keep laughing at the jokes in the movie. It'd almost be funnier if it just like landed it in like flat air, like just nobody does anything because they're about to die. <laughs> so it's like, what is somebody's idea of a joke doing this? Yeah. I will say, so there's like when the games are starting, um, there's that LMFAO parody. Like Right. Uh, which I was like, oh, I actually thought it was them, but I looked it up and they're just like impersonators. And the reason why I thought it was them too is because they're the same year, 2013, they're in John Turtletop's Last Vegas in a scene where like Robert De Niro sits in a chair out by the pool and like it's like a weird like wet t-shirt contest or something. And there's all these like young women who are like dancing around him or something. And it's just like really strange and off-putting. Like that movie's just like... I don't know. It's basically like it seems like it's like oh it's cute to like you know oh yeah old men go to Vegas but it's like just like really like horny old men movie. <laughs> and Ella Maffeo are in that scene the same year and I'm just like I would believe that they're in this but they weren't. Speaking of the games, I will say the people that did make me laugh were like the Sports Center commentators. I thought they were funny. Yeah, I mean con- you know compared to everything else, I guess. Yeah, compared to everything else, they're funny. <laughs> And so I'm, whenever, like, I'm in this, like, horrible place, I they come up and I'm like, oh, good, I, I might I might actually enjoy myself for a brief moment. Yeah, especially, like, the other, the co-host guy, like, the guy with the pink pink beard or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That And that's what I'm talking about. It's that guy who makes the entire thing. Yeah. Like, he's hysterical. I kind of like the idea. It's like, there's a lot of jokes in this that, like, I like the ideas of, like, um, the Game Master guy. I forget his real name, mm. but he keeps getting, like, company logos in his beard. <laughs> yeah. What are the ones he has? He has, he has a, Starbucks. He has the Nike, Mac. the Nike swoosh to start. Yeah, it becomes McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the McDonald's. And then, I have to be named the four of them that are there. And yeah. then like, there's no continuity with like it just like constantly changes on his face. There's yeah. no real thing about that. Uh, Caesar Flickerman's more involved. Uh, he's he's on the field at District Twelve. Yeah, and his parody name is Stanley Caesarman. <laughs> like yeah. that's not even like a funny name. It's just his name plus Stanley Tucci's name. Yeah, so it's again, it's, I'm like, who funny. is this joke for? <laughs> like, it's for when Stanley Tucci watches this movie, and boy, howdy, he'll laugh when he is, I guess, on the verge of death. Yeah, I don't know. Stanley Caesarman, and then uh, instead of Cena or Cena, I always say his name wrong. Cena, Cena. It's I, I don't his, know at this point. His name in this is Cinnamon. Yes. And I'm like, okay, haha. And then he's just like, oh, like <laughs> he's like, you're gonna do this. You're you're gonna bring hope to everybody. You. You like like I forget the name he uses, but she's like, "Oh, that's not me." Yeah. She's like, "What? What district are you from?" It's like twelve. I'm like, "Oh, I was looking for District 5. And then yeah. he like, Oops. But uh, he kept making a weird sound with like his throat throughout that conversation, which I thought was <laughs> rather interesting. He was like, he was like, mm-hmm, or like something like that. Or... It did feel like he was like performing. I think him of everybody was like trying to actually get as close as possible to the actual actor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in terms of the performance, but I don't know. There's like a lot of like surprisingly really bad CG in this that like looks like um, like Sharknado or um, like the fireballs. Yeah, which is like a lot of things, I guess. She gets um the the beehive on her head, and it's right. Uh, it's not even oh birdemic. That's what it's called. I kept on mm. forgetting the name, but it looks like birdemic basically, like in terms of the graphical quality. I've never watched that movie. I I've just seen clips. I, we should maybe, that should be a bonus episode we do at some point. 
For what? Like the birds? I don't know. For uh, the birds. yeah, what would that even for be? A, a bonus happy episode feet. for happy <laughs> because they are birds. Yeah, tangentially related. Is Connery ham-handedly throwing in a movie he wants to actually watch? Yeah. If we ever did do Jaws, which like I'm kind of down for, because I don't know how many of those have you seen. I've only seen the first one. Yeah, I, I've weirdly seen the second one more times than the first one because it was really? like always on cable, I think, or like always on TV. Mm. And I think it came out a real closer to when like my mom was a teenager or something, so I think she'd seen it more. So like she would just put it on a lot. Uh. But it's basically <laughs> like these teen kids on a boat instead of like. The shark hunter. It's not nearly as good, but I still like it. And then the third. How did Jaws survive being blown up? Uh, it's a different Jaws, I think. Oh. I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Isn't that always so convenient? Yeah. And then the third and fourth just like spiral down, but they're still like interesting in really bizarre ways. So I'd love to do those sometime. But for sure, we're gonna do Jaws. If we ever did, it's on the list. Yeah. If we ever did a bonus on that, I would probably do like I can't think of a parody one. There's probably a parody. Shark Tale. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've already done that for something before. But uh, there's this movie called Orca from like the 70s, which is like a ripoff of Jaws in a way, or that's what it seems like, but it's actually like pretty. Wouldn't we do that for Free Willy? Mm, I mean, it's I think it's more in line with Jaws because it's more of a ripoff of, gotcha. of Jaws, but with an orca whale. Cool. But Well, now that we've laid out our schedule for everybody. <laughs> this is a bonus episode. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Man, remember when they have that really long sex scene? Yeah, it was very long, and like it was like oh censored, and then it showed um, what was his Snow's face? Snow. Oh, his name was President Snowball. I'm like okay, yeah, okay right. like that's not even that funny. <laughs> like no. they could have just called him like President Snooky or something, and that'd be funnier. <laughs> and then they got Snooky to actually play the role. Could you imagine? I know she probably would. She absolutely would. Yeah. Nothing nothing against her. She just makes some money. No, it, it, it's big money. It's not probably big money, but it's a good paycheck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and it's like, oh, censored this, like, giant black bar over, like, the whole thing. I'm like, okay, like, does this mean, like, that just we're seeing this or, like, the whole audience is seeing it? Because, like, oh, it's better in 3D. But, like, are they just yeah, looking at the, all the... the black bar is better in 3D. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was confused about. But yeah, just the whole cave scene of them, like, just a really long sex scene, and then Gandalf and, like, a hobbit, or a dwarf shows up, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is, like, really creepy. It, it was unnerving, and I felt uncomfortable while it happened to me, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, this was just something. I mean, I thought it was really funny when Gale actually breaks into, like, the arena, and then just, like... They give some people guns, which I thought was kind of funny. Like, there's literally guns in the arena, but we never see any, like, come up ever again. Yeah. Oh, she does that Sherlock Holmes bit. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, that was, like, the most <laughs> obscure parody. Because, like, okay, so first Sherlock Holmes came out in, like, 2009, I think. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, like, it's, that's the whole thing. Like, I feel like Sherlock Holmes, that series, too, with Robert Downey Jr., like, it's just, like, it's just popular enough to be in the mainstream, but I don't feel like it really is, you know? It's just like, oh, we gotta... And it's really just, like, this movie, I think, really shows the disintegration of, like, oh, everybody went to go see, like, this movie in that... Like, I, there's a definitely... Like, I guess now we have Star Wars and, like, all these Disney remakes, so more people are going to go see, like, the same movie. But there's definitely, like, blockbuster filmmaking from, like, 2000, like, I don't know, 8 to... 15 it was definitely just like the darth of everything like all these like bad remakes like 
Clash of the Titans or like they're bringing like G.I. Joe in and like Transformers, like all those franchises. Like, okay, those are the Mm -hmm. big franchises right now. And it's just like, what is there to watch? What is there to watch? Uh, But yeah, so I thought that was, it took me a good like few moments to understand what was happening. And that seemed like, what's going on? What's she doing? I was like, oh, it's it's Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So yeah, it, it did take me a minute because there's no like obvious reference other than like slowing down. But that was probably mm-hmm. one of my better, like, one of my more favorite parts because, um, because <laughs> it's more obscure, I guess. It's like, okay, why yeah, are they Yeah, she motorboat, motorboats the little boy and then snaps his neck. Oh, yeah, that part did suck. <laughs> I should have said this, like, at the beginning instead of 26 minutes in or whatever, but <laughs> I'm just going to read a little bit from the uh, director's Wikipedia page. Oh, please do. Um, but, yeah, I did say before that, you know, they made Vampire Suck, Disaster Movie. Uh, date movie like all those I, I think they're relevant in their own sense because like i do consider that kind of like its own franchise <laughs> i just they like definitely found a niche <laughs> yeah um but i'll just say i'll just i'll just pair not even paraphrasing i'll just quote this thing the duo have often been strongly criticized for their style of humor regarded as lazily capitalizing on and mistaking passing trends like not just like i like mistaking yeah. i like that i like that it says mistaking it's like okay they just totally get it wrong i guess <laughs> scatological humor negative stereotypes and fleeting pop culture references for jokes their work has often been nominated for golden raspberry awards though the two have never won themselves <laughs> I don't they're know. not even good at making bad movies yeah, i don't know if that's good or bad that they haven't won one at that point it's almost worse. They're like in this horrible limbo of mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> and that is still bad. I will say, uh, um, you know, so this was kind of like their last one. I thought, or so I thought. But, oh, boy, um, there's more. They went on to make another movie, which I still don't understand, even after watching the trailer, like what it's a parody of. It's called Best Night Ever, and it's like a comedy movie that's like shot like a handheld horror movie. And it's produced oh. by Jason Blum, like from Blumhouse. Oh, okay. And, like, Fun. I feel like it's a mixture of, like, Hangover. And it says it parodies the town, but it takes place in Las Vegas. But huh. I don't know. I feel like maybe... I don't know what we would watch that for, so we'll probably just skip that one. <laughs> and there's another... The Hangover series. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But there's also <laughs> The Hungover Games, which is oh. even more... <laughs> it's this and The Hangover. That's not fair. They can't do it twice. I know. <laughs> Different, no, different directors, not them. Oh, okay. But still. I was like, that's cheating. They can't do that again. Yeah. And then their last movie that they made is called Super Fast. I'm like, okay, what is that? It's like a super bad parody, but it's more of a Fast and Furious parody. Oh. But it came out in 2015. I'm like, okay, yeah, the franchise is ongoing, but a lot from the trailer just seems like it's like from the first two movies. (laughs) It's like, all right. But here, I'll I'll, I'll rank up their um, Rotten Tomato scores here. Um... Oh, good. I mean, I don't want to, like, not that they'd ever listen to this podcast, but I just want to say, like, I don't know. Like, I do find something very fascinating about, like, their filmography because they've just been so consistent about, like, oh, we got to make parodies of, like, recent things. But anyways. Yeah, they're 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 rabid about it. Like, <laughs> they, they, they found their thing and they did it and they made money off of yeah. it. Like, Lord knows. And I gave them $6. <laughs> yes. And I was going to say, I feel like that's probably <laughs> the most amount of money they made on that movie in, like, the past five years. Probably they're like, woohoo! <laughs> it's like, wait, what is this? Like, they just got, like, an email notification that someone spent $6. 
All of my recommended movies are all of their iconography now. Yeah. Just all of their things. Because the fact that it's on YouTube and it hasn't been taken down in like years, it just goes to show that like nobody really cares that it's like. But. You know what? After all these, they probably made millions of dollars between the two of them, and they probably just like retired and they're just like chilling now. Like that's what I would do. Yeah, probably because they were um, supposed to make a Star Wars parody. Um, do you know what it's called? Spaceballs. What? Oh, Spaceballs? Spaceballs. <laughs> no, not Spaceballs 2, which apparently is supposed to happen at some point, but Mel Brooks is, like, so old that, like, is he supposed to do one? But I'm like, ah, I hope so. I kind of doubt that. Anyways, the name of their, of Friedberg's and Seltzer's uh, Star Wars parody is called Star Worlds Episode XXXIVE equals MC squared. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi Who Went Rogue. Silence. Yeah, I'm just going to let that hang. <laughs> <laughs> Filming was set for fall 2017, but no news has emerged since. I really want to meet the person that you'd you'd say that title to, and they just, like, slap their knee and, like, laugh. they just, like, cackle and be like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Because, like, you know, there are so many different Star Wars movies, and they just, they just mash them all together. Yeah, there's something about it. Like, I mean, that's also just me, like, my personal instinct is sometimes to just like every once in a while I'll just watch like kind of a masochistic movie it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I feel like this movie is going to be bad but I, I, I kind of still want to check it out just to see and that's if it surprises it's you it's honestly like why I don't want to talk complete shit on this movie even though like I mm-hmm. didn't really laugh except for just keep on remembering that you paid six dollars for this movie <laughs> yeah you're just laughing at my expense yeah, it was really funny <laughs> It should it should have been like co-directed by Connery Hansen to the point where how much enjoyment you got of it was mostly due to me. Yeah, all my enjoyment came out of like outside of the movie. <laughs> Although, if you wrote the screenplay for this movie, like or something like this down the line, I would you know, you know, I would pay like I would just keep renting it. Yeah, and I'd be like, oh, thanks, Tyler. Every time I got a little residual check in the mail or something, I just know it's you. Made a gross total of, like two hundred dollars because I rented it like eighty times. <laughs> i'm like well at least my good buddy's helping me out and he, and he accepts the shitty movie i apparently wrote in the form of this yeah. and there's there's something about like at least my personal like interest in this that i feel like somebody else out there has to feel where it's just like i know they haven't shot the star wars parody movie but like i kind of want to see it still even though i don't think it'll be funny at all i just have like i just need to consume like everything from that franchise to like process it you know and it's like okay yes. like what also what does this kind of movie look like in 2020 or 2021 whenever it would come out even though it's not gonna they, come out but i guarantee you all they'd be doing is commenting on quote-unquote woke culture the entire time i almost 100 <laughs> percent guarantee that's all it would be about it's just, and it yeah. would be a garbage train wreck so are you saying they're gonna co-write joker 2 yeah you can't make jokes anymore uh i'm gonna shoot you (laughs) yeah the whole um thesis dash theme of joker actually is woke culture sure sucks huh let's all just go crazy (laughs) don't you can go back when garbage piled in the streets and you could just do whatever it's like no gotham city sucks in that movie there's no batman everything's trash and the joker's running around there's no Batman, but they still managed to show him uh, his parents getting shot. <laughs> I know, right? So dumb. Um, I, <laughs> I really want to say something positive about every movie. Um, 
it's a Joaquin Phoenix is really good in that Phoenix. movie. He gives a good performance <laughs> in that movie. I remember, I saw that movie with Jose, who we'll probably have on for the Rocky franchise. But yeah, um, I remember I wa- we we both saw that together, and I was like, we both kind of left like quiet. And we were walking down the street. It was in like the Burbank AMC 16. So we we're kind of like walking down that uh, street where all like the stores are. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, "That was okay." And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, Joaquin Phoenix did a good job. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, he did." And like, he'll probably get nominated. I don't think he'll win, but he'll get nominated. And here he is. He won. But yeah, I'm glad he won because I just have, he's just done so many good, like really great performances. I feel like he should have won did- already, but. Did he win for the master? No, he was. I think he was nominated, but he definitely didn't win. I don't. Wow, that's so weird. He did, he was better in the master than in this. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it's like same thing with like my personal opinion on on Leo winning the Oscar for the Revenant. It's like okay, yeah, like he's good in that movie, but he's like so good in like Wolf of Wall Street, but also like even the Aviator. Like he definitely should have won before he's that. Great. You know. Yeah, he's great in the Aviator. Yeah, it's awesome in that. You know, from Oscars to Razzies, it's all the same thing. <laughs> Exactly. It's a shiny award you get to put on your mantle. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be so bummed if I got a Razzie award because I'd still have something it's, to show. Yeah, you'd be recognized. It's a funny. It's either a funny thing to laugh at or something to look at, and you're like, "Well, where do I go now with my life?" Yeah, I mean, anywhere, anywhere's up. Uh huh. But I'm just gonna list off their filmography, um, the directors of this movie, uh, please, and uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, which is all, this is all on Wikipedia. Um, yes you know i will say most of the movies have made more than their budget back like a lot it's just that, I, no i bet which is like crazy but i'm also like yeah this was more in vogue okay spy hard 1996 Rotten tomato score eight percent scary movie Yikes. they're two of the writers from scary movie got 53 percent uh-huh. i mean scary movies you know scary movies are classic. Scary movies fun first and yeah first two definitely and i, I have a soft spot for the third one just because it's probably because like that was more of my time or whatever, and I just like Charlie Sheen a lot in that movie, even though like he's a crazy man now. <laughs> yeah. Which one is the one where they make like a parody of What Lies Beneath? Uh, that's got to be one of the first two because I probably didn't get it when I saw it. Yeah. It's probably the first one. I'm I saw that movie. I feel like a very young, not like a young age of like eight, but I think I saw that movie when I was like 13, 14 years old. What, and What Lies Beneath or scary movie. What Lies Beneath. Yeah. And so by the time I got around to seeing a scary movie, I was like, oh, that's a What Lies Beneath joke. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen I hadn't seen What Lies Beneath until this year. <laughs> wow, so, really? What'd you think of it? Uh, I thought it was okay. Like, I, it's definitely entertaining. It's not a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it kind of, like, just becomes what I kind of feared it would become. Like, it's it's more yeah. simply, like, it's not a big, I, I don't know. It just doesn't necessarily need a big twist, but... I don't know, basically what happens without spoiling it is just, like, the whole thing is like, no, 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 that's not that. That's not like that at all. But then it just ends up being like that. It's like, just kidding, that is like that. I'm like, oh, okay, this is, like, less interesting than I kind of hoped it would be. But it's still fun. I would watch it again. Yeah, I haven't watched it in, in like, since I saw it the first time. Like, I, I, it's been in the back of my mind where I'm like, oh, I should rewatch uh, What Lies Beneath because it might be fun. But, you know, yeah. it's one of the things I haven't gotten around to doing. It's definitely like a solid Bobby Z movie. Bobby Zemeckis. Um, but okay, so scary movie, fifty three percent. Date movie, seven percent. But mm. it made eighty four million or almost eighty five million on a twenty million dollar budget. Yeah. Epic movie. Wow. Epic movie, two percent. <laughs> That's the one with Kim Kardashian, right? Uh, I don't remember, but 
it does parody um i don't see kim kardashian in here it does parody like chronicles of narnia <laughs> oh okay yep crispin glover's in it i always love watching seeing crispin glover and things i feel like i've seen clips of this one on the internet yeah i i, I know for a fact that i rented it from my local video store as like a, Hell yeah. a teen or whatever um back when video stores still existed mm. meet the spartans two percent Ouch. <laughs> Disaster movie, 1%. That's the one where Kim Kardashian's in. Probably. Yeah, I think you're right. I haven't seen that one. But maybe I will. Epic disaster. Yep, you're oh, right. Oh, no. She's, she's in it. Haha, ha, I knew it. She's Va- somewhere. Vampires suck, which I can uh, would largely like to see at some point. Um, we'll have to bring Lily on for that for our Twilight episode or something. Yeah, 4%. Oof. Starving game, 0%. Best night ever, 0%. Super fast, not rated. Is there like a special insignia for 0%? Like, is the splat <laughs> like festering and covered in mold? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, what do you do at that point? But uh, I, would, I would actually agree that this movie is a 0%. Um, yeah. I don't, I usually don't always, like most of the time I don't agree with Rotten Tomato scores because it's an aggregation of so many different reviews. I like to read individual reviews, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's not much going on in this movie <laughs> other than that Connery like, paid $6 for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sai's so in it. Shitty. Sai, you know, Gangnam Sai Style. Is, He's like barely he's, in he, it. He does the dance and is killed, I believe. Uh, yep. He gets arrowed. She shoots yeah. a baguette into someone's eye. So Yeah, okay. I, I laughed at that because I'm like, that's Tyler's mode of killing someone for <laughs> PETA. Two things in this movie that I predicted, apparently, because I didn't see this movie before, is that <laughs> uh, Can't Miss Evershot uses a, bag, a stale baguette to kill someone instead of PETA. <laughs> yep. And also, PETA's disguise is a giant cake in the forest. I I did laugh at that. <laughs> I did think that was funny. It was like, where he's like... <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like he's like you'll never know. Like I'm 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 I'm, I'm a cake maker, so I've mastered like camouflage using frosting. And then she's like, "Well, where are you?" And it's just a big cake. Yeah, like, that, that's pretty great. I'm like that's a good one. Yeah, that that that's the bit. Which just goes to show that I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with like the most obvious joke, but that's totally fine. I don't care. Who cares? Um, they're the ones that made a movie. They've made so many movies, and that's way more than I've ever done, and that's to be commended. I guess exactly. You know, like most people don't like these movies, <laughs> but there yeah. are there are heroes in the black hat. They do it, and they um, not maybe the best, but they'll ride off into the sunset with money. Yeah, they're probably happy. I, I wish the best for them, and they're they're Expendables and Avengers parodies. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then they showed up, and yeah, gee whiz, gee whiz. Were you gonna say something? No, I'm just, I'm just like caught in like the, what's that thing, like the 30 yard stare or whatever, remembering <laughs> this movie. Looking off into the distance. Yeah, like I'm remembering. I, I remember this like a fever dream sometimes. It's like I'm looking back on it and I'm just like, I, something happened there and then a, another thing happened there. It also <laughs> like, I, overall, I will say it's uh, like, it adheres to the plot of the first Hunger Games like way more than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's just follow everything. It's like, oh, we shoot the tree. She climbs a ladder to go in the tree instead of, like, just climbing the tree. I'm like, that's not even really, like, a joke. Like, I don't know. It's no. just, like, they just follow the plot so closely that they're like... I like that the ladder disappears, too. Like, the, the other people can't find the ladder. Oh, yeah. 
like, oh, we found you, princess. We're going to gut you. And then they, like, shoot down a pinata. <laughs> and then they yeah. look up and it's like, oh, there's Can't Miss. Like, and they're oh, like, right okay. after we finished our treats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I feel like we've covered this. Um, you know. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to dive into. If we tried to do a swan dive into this, we'd crack our heads open and die. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good. It's like someone's draining the pool as we're jumping in. <laughs> Um, would you uh, recommend this movie, Connery? If your friends are over and you're all very, very drunk, and for some reason you guys want to indulge in something that maybe not might not be fun, but you know, what? I don't even know. You know, what? no, I don't think I would. I wouldn't even for like a big party at least. I wouldn't recommend this movie. I I'm looking and maybe th- I'm thinking in my head like watching this like you and Lily, and I'm like I don't think we'd even have fun watching this. I think it'd just be us being like. Uh, <laughs> I was telling Lily about it, and she was having, she was laughing at what I was telling her. <laughs> so, at least she would uh, have a good time. Lily's a good audience; like yeah. she, she will laugh. But um, which which is good. Yeah, this does remind me of like, like in terms of recommending things. Like there was this one time. Uh, yeah, it was still high school. Yeah, it was like senior year high school or whatever. And there's like these like quote unquote cool kids that would like hang out the street. Hell yeah. And they would, like, have, like, parties or whatever. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. I went to, like, hang out one time or whatever. And then they would, like, yeah, I would go over to hang out at their place or whatever. And then, <laughs> like, oh, put on Glorious Bastards. And it was, like, on Netflix. And then I found out that there was, like, a 70s, like, the original Inglorious Bastards, which, like, Tarantino Ooh. took the name from. It's, like, the 70s Italian, like, World War II movie that's, like, yeah, just very uh, exploitation-y. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, put that on, and I, like, refused to change it. So, like, everyone just silently <laughs> silently got really mad at me. <laughs> and I just, like, had no self-awareness in terms of, like, yeah, this would be cool. Like, people should check this out. Like, because because it's, like, what inspired the name, like, as I'm, like, 16. What? I don't care like, that no one's having, obviously, a fun time around me. <laughs> Needless to say, I was never invited back to hang out. <laughs> but I just think it's a really funny story. It is. It's actually really good. You're just staunchly being like, no. Because back then I was like more into music than movies, and I was like, yeah, this this makes sense. How I ended up where I am. I wanted to watch. I have like, a similar story. Yeah. Can can I tell the can I tell the Resident Evil um, analogy? Sure. Um. So me and Tyler were watching, uh, or we were texting back and forth, and we were like, oh, we're gonna watch Resident Evil. We're gonna watch them like all. And I was like, okay, cool. So that's probably more like the main points for this podcast most likely but yeah it's definitely what anyway. inspired it all <laughs> yeah and so i go over to your place when uh, lily's there and we're watching and she sits through the first movie with us yes yeah mm-hmm. or she's like in and out but she like she sits through it at least the last part yeah, and she's like okay lily, now what are we gonna guest do? on the last yeah. episode Mm-hmm. and she's all right great now what are we gonna do and we and you look at her and say we're watching the next resident evil and she goes no 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 we're not no we're not i will leave if, if you do and tyler's like I told you what we're doing today. We're watching all the Resident Evil. <laughs> In hindsight, I feel really bad, but also, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I wanted to get through them. That was the plan. And I remember being like, well, we can do something else. And you'd be like, we're watching all the Resident Evil. I'm sorry. And so we watched the second one. And so we watched the second one, and, and Lily did leave the room. She's like, I'm not staying for this. Yeah, fair enough. And we watched the second one. Yeah, and we were both like, oof. And then it was like 11, 12 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm going to go home. Yeah. I mean, just to be fair to counter that, 
<laughs> sure. You did come over to our, our old apartment or whatever, and both of you sang Rent, like, for two hours really loudly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm glad you both had a good time, but what, I don't Did know. we do that before or after? We did sing Rent really loudly, but that was really fun. That was a good time. How are we going to pay, Tyler? How are we going to pay? That was before that you did that. Right. And so this was your vengeance? Yeah. No. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just really like to get through things. Like, my, the way my brain works sometimes, like, oh, I just need to categorize things. So it's mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's why, partly why I want to watch more franchises and why I've just been, I don't know, there's obviously like everybody has their own franchise that they're into. But yeah. it's like, I just like to see like where the story goes, even if certain episodes are like terrible, because I just like to see how things grow and decline and come back sometimes. But. I'm very adamant about that, about my comics. I feel like there's a lot yeah. of points where like, I, I, I collect a entire runs. Like my Batman run is like complete with like my Scott Snyder run. And then I had my Tom King run and that one's like 80 something odd issues long. And it's, it's a, it's a lot. And some, and some are, some issues are better than ever others, but now um, this this new guy's taken over, and I'm not exactly a, a big fan, but I'm I'm buying it anyway just to support the title. Yeah, and yeah, <clears throat> oh, just giving it a chance because he has some great artists. I will say that his artists are fantastic. But do you have any who's it movies? Uh, well, I was just gonna say, do you have Batman metal? <laughs> I do have metal. Uh, because I might have to steal those from you post quarantine or something. I need to read those at some okay, point. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, dog, they're sick. Just a bunch of yeah, they rock. Joker Batmans. If you can find my first volume of Fables, that'd be great, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Text, text Lily. <laughs> yeah, right? She's going to be like, ah! I know. I have some of Cameron's comics, too. All these people that you all know. Well, you guys, you all know Lily. You'll, you'll know Cameron. You'll know all of our you'll friends because it's the yeah. franchise. Franchise. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, Tyler, do you want to play a game? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to play a little um, game? <laughs> would you like to play a game? <laughs> I just need uh, some kind of horrifying sound bite. That'd be fun. Um, so, do you want to do your idea first, or do you want to do my stupid idea? Uh, let's do yours. All right. Let's do your stupid um, idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we'll do my stupid so, idea. Yeah. So, Tyler, there's something in the end of this movie that I feel like only appears during animated movies to... I, I don't even know why, but there it's a blooper reel. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, the glorified version of this is, like, in the end of Toy Story, which are great. Yeah. But I don't know if they're real or not. And, um, yeah, so there's a blooper reel at the end of this. Uh, what was your favorite blooper, Tyler? Uh, I love the blooper where um, the main character can't miss Evershot. Uh, she fell down while running. That was so hilarious. Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> I liked when President Snowball was giving his Dosecki's speech and <laughs> and he, he spews beer all over this sad looking woman and <laughs> and I was like this poor poor girl like she wants to be anywhere else but there right now yeah she's probably getting paid like if even like sag minimum or whatever like, yeah right this sounds, like this nothing mm -hmm. so that was probably my favorite moment where I was like where I was like wow this is really horrible <laughs> And that's the end of the game. Yeah, I don't even remember some of the other bloopers. But the bloopers do go on for like six minutes. And I was They're like, long. why are they so long? There's no credits over the bloopers. And I'm like, oh, with the bloopers and the credits, the movie's like 88-ish minutes long, which I think is the minimum amount of time that a movie has to be to be released theatrically. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> so what, was, what about, uh, what's it called? 
they have that scene with Effie reading the names, and the woman just sounds like she's getting genuinely frustrated more so than it actually being funny. Yeah, definitely. That one was a little bizarre. <sighs> I don't know. It's a paycheck, man, for everybody involved. Yep. Um, I'm glad people got paid. We love you guys. You're brave little soldiers. I hope it was uh, a safe set. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, do you want to play my game? Absolutely. Okay. Your name is... Uh, <laughs> I have a name for this. Your name is Conness Hanserdine. Hanserdine. You have to yes. assault the capital with a. a oh. You have a, assault the capital and assassinate President Snow. Yes. You have a five-person squad to go with you. Oh. You can pick anybody fictional or historical <gasps> to join your mission. Oh shit! Who do you choose this and is, why? It's my. It's my dream team. Okay, let's do this shit. <laughs> it's the Globetrotters of, of Pan Am. Yeah. Um, okay, so heading up the team, we have, of course, Batman, because he's my dude, <laughs> and of course he's going to be on the team. Yeah. Do you even need anybody else um, with Batman, though? I, I don't, but he's going to be there, and he's going to st- probably more so strategically lead the team than I, better than I ever could. Um we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Sir Francis Drake because I think that'd be fun to have him around. Like the conquistador guy? No, he's a privateer, not a conquistador. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's English. Um, he's super cool. I did like so many reports on him. He's, he's a <laughs> giant fucking badass. I love that dude. Even though he probably did some creepy skeezy things, but he probably cares, did whatever. a bunch of bad things. But he's also absolutely a he, he was a fucking pirate. Yeah, a bad dude. But I think there should be a movie about him. But anyway. Yeah, it's called uh, The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2. <laughs> Mockingjay Part 2, Connors Ever, Ever Hansen's Rise to Power. Yeah. Um, who else? So that's two. Um, who else is going to be on my team? Who else is gonna be? I'm looking at my bookshelf. Um, I will also put on my team Mark Grayson from Invincible, who is a niche comic by Robert Kirkman, who wrote The Walking Dead, and he writes this amazing superhero comic. So basically, it's a cooler, younger Superman that's on my team. <laughs> Um, who else? Um, somebody else, somebody else. Uh, uh, I have three. I have a pretty overpowered team already, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, pick someone stupid um, then. Yeah, I'm going to pick someone stupid. Um, Lord Farquaad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's not even good. <laughs> <laughs> He's comic relief. Yeah, that's true. And, and Some of you may fire. die. that's what he says to everyone and finally bringing up our finale of the team spongebob squarepants yeah Yeah, he's pretty like amorphous like he could change into like he's kind of a transformer because he's really cartoony yeah he's a fucking cartoon very uh what's the word for a sponge he's very porous yeah he's very (laughs) porous you know what i might swap some spongebob out for daffy duck hmm He's, yeah, he's Because I think sassy. that might be fun. Yeah, he'd be pretty sassy. And I think him and Farquaad would have some great moments hanging out. And uh, there's the team infiltrating the Capitol with me and my bald head with the, a, beautiful one, a beautiful one-sided braid. <laughs> and <laughs> so, we, so it's Batman, um, Sir Francis Drake, uh, Mark Grayson from Invincible, Farquaad, and Daffy <laughs> Duck Dash SpongeBob SquarePants a, rushing the game. What a motley crew. <laughs> Yeah, right. How does SpongeBob assassinate uh President Snow? SpongeBob's the one who does it? <laughs> he's the one that takes he's the most gristled of them all. 
of course. We all die, but he makes it there, damn it. So <laughs> SpongeBob, he has his bubble tube with him, and he's really apprehensive about using it. He says the entire time, like, no, I can't use this. He's like a semi-pacifist the entire time. We're like, SpongeBob, like, what are you doing? You let Batman die back there. <laughs> Batman dies, but SpongeBob is fine. Yeah. Like, you let Batman die. He could do so much more good than you. So I was like, no, you don't know. You don't know my power. <laughs> and so finally, SpongeBob gets there with all of his teammates' deaths most likely on his head. And Snow's just like, well, SpongeBob, you are here. <laughs> what will you do now, little sponge? You dare not fight. And SpongeBob's here is like, he's like a dirty, rotten, hard sponge at this point. He's gone gristled and hard and he stinks now. <laughs> and he takes his bubble wand out. And he blows and on and he blows and a big bubble comes out and it's Bubble Buddy. And Bubble Buddy <laughs> takes on a life of his own. And he strangles President Snow to death. And uh, I think that's how SpongeBob kills uh President that's Snow. That's pretty good. I totally forgot about Bubble Buddy. Yeah. He's got Bubble Buddy reference. He's like the third most terrifying thing from SpongeBob. <laughs> what's, the, what's the second and first? I'll I'll let you know when I tell you my squad. Ooh. <laughs> um hmm. Who do I want? Uh, to start off, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> He's like the ditto of yes. the crew. Like, he can just, like, a- assume any identity or become anyone. Yeah, he's the actor. Good, uh, good, good. He's just super method. And he's probably also <laughs> good with bows anyways because of uh, spending time in the forest for Last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> he can sew anything from Phantom Thread. Oh, Jesus. He's a method actor. He can do, And he can drink your milkshake. <laughs> he just has so many milkshakes that he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that oil maze would be no problem for him because he'd yeah, be he Daniel drank Plainview. it. Oh, he'd be dead. He'd right. gobble it up. I'd gobble it up. Uh, Daniel D. Lewis. Hmm. Who else? Uh, he's still, he could also just become the new president because of Abe Lincoln. Absolutely. Oh, geez. You have a puppet president. Yeah. He's the master. Oh, damn. Um, hmm. Daniel D. Lewis is one. I need a few more here. Yeah, you need four more to round up the score. Crash Bandicoot, because he's just a wild motherfucker. <laughs> just make sure you bring some wampum fruit with you, because he'd be like he'd be like on like a like a, a a leash or something, and then like you get you throw the wampum fruit and let him loose, and he just goes crazy. The captain like, what kind of mutation is that? <laughs> and it's just Crash Bandicoot. He goes wow. <laughs> uh, number three, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Rest in peace. <laughs> He is my childhood. Like, he's my childhood hero. I dressed up as him one year for Halloween. I remember the day he died. I remember where he was. Oh, where I was. I mean, I know where he was. Uh, like um, everyone remembers where he was. Yeah, and he would be so good in the sewers. <laughs> this is all. Yeah, he he tamed the crocodile man. <laughs> yeah, this is all off my dome. But he would tame all his mutations. He'd be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. what a ripper!" And then he'd go and like <laughs> he'd like hold it up by its neck and like rip it, pull its jaw and be like, "Look at the teeth on them!" Yeah. So how many is that? Three. That's three. Uh, okay, Jake Lloyd from uh, Phantom Menace, because he oh, wow. he just have a pod racer and he just get me there real, real fast and he'd be having That's a good, good time and I'm like, "Yeah, he's a nice kid." Everybody stop being mean to him. He's <laughs> <laughs> going out. This is pod racing. And then he'd like accidentally run over all these uh, Pan Am troops. You go, oops, ah, oh. <laughs> and he'll, I'll try a flip. That's a nice trick. And then he'll like flip and like rip everybody in shreds on accident. Jeez. To become the true Anakin. Um, yeah. And my last person will be, what's that guy's name from SpongeBob? The like weird inverse SpongeBob that he drew and he's really scared. Doodlebob. Doodlebob. He's terrifying. <laughs> 
like the nuclear warhead that I'd like drop in there. He like Twin Peaks speaks at everybody. Yeah, he just like brings. Yeah, he, I just bring him in with an eraser, and he just erases President Snow, and then accidentally <laughs> erases the whole world, and we exit the whole dimension. So, yeah, that's my team: Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, who else did I even say? <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, Pod Racing Boy. Uh, yeah, I guess Pod Racing Anakin, Young Anakin, Doodle Bob, Doodle Bob, Steve Irwin. Um, it's shit. Who's the last um, one? Who, there were you have we have two missing from your crew. No, no, no. Daniel Day Lewis, Steve Irwin, Doodle Bob, Anakin, right. Baby Anakin, Anakin, and you named you named someone random. I feel like uh, it's in the recording. Yeah, it's there. Whatever. <laughs> we don't remember anymore. <laughs> but they did a great job. Thank you for saving. They me. did good. Thank you for saving us. Oh wow, I like that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on that note, I guess we will announce our next franchise Duh! i'm gonna pull a bag out pull out like a hunger games like reaping pick don't the next let it thing be me. don't let it be me it's definitely not definitely not the trash bag underneath my desk oh the next one's gonna be <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, it's Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 it's Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. We're, we're going in. Our next episode is going to be Raiders of the Lost Ark, followed by the rest of the franchise. And our next guest is going to be my good pal, Ryan Hasegawa. That's going to be fun. Yeah, uh, it'll be so good. At first I wanted to do... Like something maybe more along the lines of Hunger Games. It's like, oh, this is really interesting, but like not necessarily like the best. But Indiana Jones is just so fun, and I just want to include as many mm-hmm. of my friends as I can. And I got so many good guests lined up for all of you. I'm excited to have friends. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you're all, all right. doing good out there. Connor, you got anything to plug? Um, if you enjoyed the sound of my voice and you're listening to it still now, uh, you might want to check out Starship Impala. Um, that's my my and four other people's tabletop RPG podcast. We play Starfinder, and it's a really fun time. Um, I Dungeon Mastered Season 1, and now my good buddy Joseph Horn, who's going to be probably on our, uh, what's it called, Back to the Future run at some point, he's DMing our Season 2, and he's doing a fantastic job, and I love it. And I'm kind of sad we haven't played for a long time, but... We'll probably get back to it after the quarantine. Yeah, I've listened to most of the second season, um, and it is a lot of fun just to listen to all you guys. And it's, uh, I will say it's well-produced and everything, too. They have all these cool sound effects and uh, mm-hmm. music and some Attack of the Clones references that I'm quite fond of. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. Um, If you want to follow me on Twitter, I probably should match. I think I'm literally just at Connery Hansen on Twitter. It's Connery with a K. Nice. Slash Connerth. Yeah, yeah, Con Earth is also it, yeah. <laughs> you can follow me at Twitter at Tyami Vice, T-Y-A-M-I, Vice, like the movie slash TV show. Uh, <laughs> and Instagram, Twained, T-W-A-Y-N-E-D. I've just been posting some pictures from my uh, trip to England a couple months ago before we were all stuck in our houses. Uh, and Letterboxd at the same name at Twained. Uh, there's one, oh, yeah, I was going to say, we'll eventually have some social media going, I think, for this show. Ooh. <laughs> 
Nice. Um, but in the meantime, just stay tuned. Maybe it already exists at this point because I don't know when this episode. Yeah, I mean, you probably out. say that, but like we haven't even like released our first episode like in this timeline oh. yet. <laughs> but to timestamp this, as I love to do, it's April third, mm. Friday, Woo. April third. Friday night. Anyways, thanks for joining us, and I hope you guys have a good time. We'll catch you next time with Indiana Jones. Woohoo! It's the franchise. Is that our sign off? Can we do it at the same time? Okay. It's not going to happen One. at the same time. <laughs> well, we'll try. One, two, three. It's, it's the, the franchise. franchise. That probably won't line up at oh, all, but who cares? Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, uh, I'm in your apartment. Uh, we're hanging out. We're watching a parade. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen a single episode of Friends, so I was trying to oh, come shit. up with the premise okay. of any Friends episode. Yeah, you know what? They get stuck at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's a great episode. Yes, I only know that from working at a film school, and they the actors were reenacting it. Wow, really? Okay, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. Have a good night.